Welcome to the Do Life and a Body You Love podcast. I'm Nikki O'Day, and we are going to talk about any and every topic that will get you showing up bigger and bolder in your life. Weight loss, relationships, mindset, it's all on the table. It may not come out real PC, but if you're sick of motivational rah-rah talks that don't lead to any real change in your life, then you're in the right place. Let's jump into today's episode. What's up, do life in a body you love chicks? We are so close to Christmas. I hope that you're all getting excited and not losing your minds. Um, But before we jump into this week's episode, I'm just having all the feels, you guys. We've been going at this podcast for a little more than a year now. We're getting ready to roll into a new year. And this is when I'm super reflective. And I'm just so grateful for all of you, for this community, for all of you who've reached out to me over the past year and and told me, you know, like this episode really helped me shift this mindset or this really made this click for me. Like it means so, so much to me when you guys have reached out and shared um, what you like about the podcast. So thank you so much for being part of my tribe. I love it. And I am going to let you guys off the hook about some things today in this episode. Okay. So that's going to be your gift from me for Christmas. (laughs) And if you want to give me a Christmas gift, what you can do is review the podcast. Listen, I don't even know how that works. Okay. But I think if you're listening on Apple, you can like leave an Apple review. I don't know if other podcast um, players let you do that. But if you're watching on YouTube, I know that you can subscribe and like the videos and comment or share or whatever we can do to help spread the word about the podcast, I would so greatly appreciate that. And so here's what I'm gonna let you guys off the hook about today. You ready for this? Okay. So the fact that you just want to eat and eat and eat and sit around and watch Netflix is actually how you're genetically designed. Okay. So we all feel like we're just these gluttonous, lazy messes of human beings And the reality is that like, you're designed to want to do that. Right now we live with like a mismatch between who we genetically are and our environment. Our environment has changed so much and so quickly in the past like hundred years or so. I'm bad at history, but it's something like that. You know, we got electricity, we started doing monocropping farming and industrialization and all of these things. And now tech is like, ooh, right? And we went from living in this place of food scarcity, essentially, to abundance. And now we don't want to be starving to death. That's not fun. But most people aren't today. The world actually makes plenty of food to feed everybody. There's reasons people don't get fed. Won't even get into all that. Makes my head and my heart just crazy. Um, but anyways, most of you who are listening to this podcast, you probably don't go hungry very often. Maybe you've experienced that in life, but you probably have enough food, but okay. Think back to just even a couple hundred years ago when people didn't have an abundance of food and they had to actually work for their food. And most of the day was spent searching for food. So you spent energy to find food. Guess what? It don't cost me very many calories to sit here, pull up my app, and Uber eats some food to my porch, right? So it's way easier to acquire food. Okay, you guys all know that. That's not news. But here is the fun thing that you may or may not have heard about, and that is food hyperpalability. And that's fancy talk for this food tastes too good, and my brain doesn't know what to do with it. (laughs) 
So have you ever noticed that like you don't overeat chicken and broccoli? Like I've never just overate chicken and broccoli unless you slathered it in some like really good seasoning and some cheese or something. Um, but on its own, I'm just not going to overeat that. Like our brain has this satiety center and all of these hormones and stretch receptors in our stomach and all of these things that are happening in our body when we're eating that tell us like, okay, slow your roll. You're done. Well, with these hyper palatable foods, it's about flavor, texture, all of these different things that go into it. And basically what it's doing is it's overriding those mechanisms that tell you to stop eating. So what I think of is remember that Pringles commercial. I don't see commercials anymore because I just watched Netflix, but maybe it's still a commercial. But like back in like the 80s and 90s, the Pringles can commercial was once you pop, you can't stop. Well, yeah, duh, because they taste really good. So for me, that's Doritos. So like we all have our thing, right? And for a while, the guesses were, oh, it's the makeup between like how much fat and how much salt and how much carbs and this and that that's tricking us. And now they actually think it's just straight up the flavors because there's so many different flavors on our food. So yes, our body does like sugar, and our body does like fat in all of these things, and especially in different textures and things. Um, but we weren't designed, like our brains aren't used to handling a chip that has like 37 different flavors on it. Like if you go get like a, a chili lime Dorito and you look, there's like 50 different flavors on that thing, actually. And you would never find that in nature, right? And so it's hard for us to turn it off. That's the theory anyways, okay? Is that because these foods are so ridiculously tasty, we just don't stop eating them. And in fact, like there's foods, like food science, like this is the thing, like these major food companies hire scientists to figure out what flavors we will overeat. Like it's crazy. And so when you know all of this, well, what do you do about that information? I'm not saying like never have junk food because I eat junk food still. But when you know it, it almost like makes you mad. You're like, it did for me anyways. There's a couple of really good books. If you guys like this topic, there's a couple of good books you can read. One is Rob Wolf's Wired to Eat. Great book. And then the other one is called The Dorito Effect. And I can't remember who wrote it, but that's literally the title is The Dorito Effect. And he basically walks you through like the history of how our food evolved. And I know some of you are like, snooze fest. I was super interested in like, even the way that like chicken is different now and it's like super bland. And so then we have to like cover it in ranch dressing and all these seasonings. And like, so we've, we've produced food that will be shelf stable, that can transport. Um, we want our crops to be bigger and yield more but they actually might have less nutrients in them, but they for sure have less like flavor or we have bred plants. And I'm not even talking about genetic modification, you guys. It's not even what I'm talking about, um, but just like plant breeding to make things be sweeter or, you know, there's just all these different things that we've done to our food. And so it's really interesting to see that as we've done this, yeah, we have all of these health things happening. And so is the answer just never eat it? No. But when you know, I'm like, well, screw these food companies who are making millions of dollars off the fact that I can't stop eating Doritos once I start. Oh, it just makes me so mad. And so then maybe I 
can turn it off a little bit easier or say no a little bit more often because it makes me mad. And so, no, you're probably not just some glutton. You're like genetically supposed to seek food, to seek as much food as you can, and then add to the mix that we have all of these like overly delicious foods. So this is why we got to be smart. So when I start talking to my clients about this stuff, sometimes they feel like so disenchanted and they're like, well, you have everything going against us. I would argue that it's always hard to be a human. So it wasn't any easier for them when they were starving and having to like walk around all day looking for food. I will live now. I'm cool with it. (laughs) I like my modern conveniences. We can knock technology all we want to, but I enjoy the fact that I can do things that lift me up and make me feel fulfilled. And I can sit and just read a book and be mindless if I want. I can do all of these things because we have an abundance of food, right? So it's not necessarily a bad thing, but it's like, basically anytime that you've been a human, there's things you got to do and we have it pretty good, but we do have to be aware of what's going on in our food supply what's going on with our body, how our body is reacting to different things. I do not want to make a bunch of food zealots here who are like, processed foods are evil. Listen, some processed foods help us get through a busy day. Okay. And some processed foods have helped people not starve. So there's good and bad with everything, but we have to be good at hacking our environment, at habit building, at keeping ourselves accountable. And yes, those aren't fun things to do, but I still think they're better than having to like walk around and hunt for food all day. (laughs) You just got to be strategic with it. And by the way, we're designed to want to sit around because again, we would have wanted to conserve energy. Like our ancestors didn't on purpose work out because they didn't have to, they didn't have an abundance and they were forced to move. And people who have very laborious jobs now, a lot of them don't need to work out either because they're moving around all day. But if you sit at a desk all day, Okay, now we have to do some environment hacking where maybe I have a stand-up desk or I have to intentionally go for walks. I have to force myself to move. It's not really genetically wired into us to want to just like get up and go move around. Now, do some of us enjoy lifting heavy things and jumping around on boxes and doing wild things? Yes, but typically not by default. It's typically because you've done it for long enough to see a result and to feel a difference. And it's not truly the activity for most people. It's the benefit of the activity. It's how they feel during and after. And then you do start to maybe like the activity. If there's some gamification to it, like I want to lift heavier, I want to run faster because you're achieving something, but it's not the actual act of exercise that most humans are just like, oh, I can't wait to go work out. Like maybe some people, but that's not most of us. Okay. And so I only want to bring this to your attention just to kind of make you aware that like, okay, so this is what we're up against. All hope is not lost. It's fine. There are things that we can do, but we have to be strategic. And I know, okay, we're going to get through the holidays. Christmas is in just a few days. Yay. And then we're rolling into the new year. And so I will have some things to chat with you about next week about that, by the way. Um, But this is a really good time to like start to learn these things about yourself. Like, oh, when I eat this, I can't seem to say no. 
or I seem to do okay with these foods, but not these foods. And so maybe it doesn't mean that you never have them, but what it means is you're just more self-aware. And I'm not saying like, let's let ourselves off the hook with this because, oh, this is just genetically who we are. So screw it. That's not the point. But the point is don't beat yourself up about it. Okay. Because this is literally how our body works. Like everybody's body wants to just like eat more food, the junkier, the better, because it's hyper palatable. It tastes really good. I mean, there's these people who say that they don't like junk food, but I don't like, I don't trust them. I don't trust those humans <laughs> because I still love junk food and I've been eating healthy for like seven years. I don't know. Um, but you don't need to be a food zealot, but you don't need to beat yourself up either. Okay. It doesn't mean anything bad about you as a person that you can just eat mountains and mountains of ice cream or whatever your thing is. You know what I mean? So it doesn't mean anything bad about you, but now that you know it, then you can start to hack your own environment, make smarter choices. And that's all I want for you guys is to just be aware, make smarter choices. You have absolute control of this, but knowledge is power. Know what you're up against. These food companies hire really smart people to figure out how to keep us overeating. It's crazy. They're all doing this and we don't know they're doing it. So at least now if we know what we're up against, we just make smarter choices. That's it. So short one today. Um, Merry Christmas to all of you who are celebrating. If you don't hop on next week, then also happy new year, but I will have an episode for you next week. And so I hope that you have just the best, the most joyous, happy, chill holidays over the next couple of days. And I'll see you next week. Welcome to the Do Life and a Body You Love podcast. I'm Nikki O'Day, and we are going to talk about any and every topic that will get you showing up bigger and bolder in your life. Weight loss, relationships, mindset, it's all on the table. It may not come out real PC, but if you're sick of motivational rah-rah talks that don't lead to any real change in your life, then you're in the right place. Let's jump into today's episode.